This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. Good morning, this is Frida Liu and you're listening to Her Vantage. This is where we speak to women of influence and leadership. I'm here with Datin, uh, Datin City, Laila S. Garib, who's the head customer of TNB Advanced Metering Infrastructure and who's a veteran in the energy industry in the country. With over 30 years spent working in TNB and spearheading the current transformation taking place within the energy ecosystem in Malaysia via the AMI project. She oversaw the introduction of the Smart Meter Malaysia starting in Malacca and now throughout Langor and Kuala Lumpur. She's also the Deputy Chairwoman of Balita Wanis, an all-women movement in TNB that combines the forces of female staff and the wives of TNB staff. Good morning, Datin. Hi, very good morning to you, Frida. So 30, Thank you for having me this morning. A pleasure. 30 years, right? Uh, but do, do tell us a little bit about your background. What got you involved in the energy industry? Oh, great. Okay. Um, yes, it's been over 30 years uh, since um, I've been uh, in TNB, LLN TNB, precisely. Mm, right. Uh, LLN is only, uh, TNB is only, graduate uh, begins from uh, 1990. Right. And before that, it was in LLN. Mm. So actually, I started um, I started in LLN by way back then as a frontliner uh, right. in 1982. Yeah, 1981, 82, something like that. That's so mm. long ago. And uh, as a frontliner, um, uh, as a uh, receptionist, basically, mm. from there, um, from there, because we are working in an organization which is a very, um, which has, uh, which offers lots of opportunities. Right. So from there, actually made my way up and actually uh, went to further my studies up on the the recommendation from the organization Lelani uh, right. at that time. Huh. And from there, uh, obtained my diploma, my degree, and my master's degree. Right. And from there, made my way up into the managerial position, okay. and 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 landed into the position that I am in today. So it's been a progress of um, so yeah, from right. the low ranks and file, right, right up to uh, being the head of the customer uh, segment for the EMI project right. uh, TNB now. Wow, so yeah. it's so interesting, right? So you started as a receptionist, and of course, your your career, uh, you know, supported by TNB, right? And what was your 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 degree in masters in? Okay, my my I, I initially, uh, firstly, I obtained a diploma in uh, business administration. Mm-hmm. From there, I did um, I obtained a marketing degree, mm-hmm. uh, a degree in marketing, mm-hmm. and uh, soon after that, I made myself um, uh, I worked myself uh, towards the um, uh, masters in HR, human right. resource management. Right, okay. So it's a diverse thing. Because, but whatever it is, it's more about, because I'm a people person, so whatever mm. I do is just about people all around, you know? So right. that's what I did. Okay. You know, in you know, in your 30 plus years, right, was gender ever a factor in your career at TNB? Um, I, I don't think so. I don't think so because mm. I've been in this organization that long. Yeah, mm. We have never had any issues with regards to gender biasness. We have engineers. The first engineer in Malaysia is actually employed by LLN back then. Yeah, mm. And she's still alive today. Okay? All right. Uh, she's okay. still, although she has retired, but she's uh, still, you know, she's mm. still good. 
And many engineers started from LLN back then. Right. And now you have a, a diverse range from, from office workers to technicians mm. to specialists, engineering specialists, chemical um, uh, labs assistants. Every um, rank and file that you have in organization has been, uh, may not be dominated, but the presence of women is in all in all various segments. Right. So when you talk about gender biasness, no, I don't think so. And this this organization certainly um, is uh, one of the pioneers in Malaysia that actually um, actually has more than thirty percent of its uh, women leadership roles are uh, wow. actually focused on well, being held by women. You see. Right. So right. there you go. So we are actually quite diverse. No I, I, I guess it's a case of uh, women choosing not to join because they think it's a very male-dominated industry. But exactly. I guess, right? Exactly. It's the, it's the exactly. perception, right? Yeah. Yes, exactly. So so right now, I would say it will still be more, I mean, apart from senior management, but it's still more male-skewed just by just by the fact that people think, oh, it's going to, you know, there aren't as many women in STEM, for example. But that's quite true. Mm. That's quite true. Because I think uh, one of the things that I've learned about uh, working with our uh, male counterpart is mm. that you really have to, to to be to be on top of your you know on top of your 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 task on mm. your on your, on your you know I've get I've had I've had um very good uh, uh, leadership um uh, what do you call champions yeah? champions mm. that I've been working with who actually push you to the max. Right. You know, they they are so good at that. They push you to the max. That is one thing that I I have loved doing what I do is mm. that I've had mentors who have been so um, overwhelming who overwhelm me with their with their stride, with mm. their ambition, with their positiveness. There's never a dull moment where you think your life is such a dead end. Right. Uh, everything is difficult. There's nothing. It's nothing. Nothing. You know, being in industry where. Uh, we are a service industry, mm. okay? We we provide electricity. That's one thing that is very, um, what do you call, uh, the word electricity is about power. Mm. You know, it's strong. You, you don't play around with it. You don't play a fool with electricity because the, the extreme end is your death. Yeah, right. But the not so extreme end is that you live comfortably with it. You have your air conditioning, you have your fridge, yeah. your whatever. That that's how how valuable that that uh, that power is. Right. But you know it is it is always to the extreme. And we, uh, in myself, in the, in my case, I think what I've been trained and what I have been pushed to do is actually managing uh, managing this perception of customers. Because number one, the electricity, mm. yes, majority of um, engineers are men, mm. but. Uh, somebody needs to translate what their thoughts are. The right. common public do not know what technical the technical yes. jargon that everybody yes. is using. Hmm. So that's where I come in. Right. That's where I come in because I'm not an engineer by profession. Mm. But that is where I do the translation of what actually goes on right. in this busy, buzzy <laughs> world of electricity, of engineering to right. layman's uh, common right. terminologies and understanding. That's right. what I do. Right. Now you're also involved in uh, Pelita Wanis, which is the TNB Women's Society, right? As a deputy chairwoman. And the society is focused on fostering women's unity and social activities. Now, how did this come to be, Pelita Wanis? Okay. There's a very interesting um, segment in TNB is mm. that we have an NGO. We, we consider ourselves as an NGO because it's, uh, it's, an, uh, it's not compulsory to be, uh, to be in it. Mm-hmm. But it's actually by design from the day it first started, way back... Um, Oh, that's a long time ago. Right. I think it's such a long time ago. Anyway, from the first um, 
it may back started when our first chairman was Tansri Abu, the late Tansri Abu Zarim. Right. It's his wife who actually initiated this uh, this uh, this uh, NGO, yeah, the women's mm-hmm. segment. Mm-hmm. It actually is um, uh, to put together to put together to you know to put together all the women folk, not right. just the workers, eh, not right. just the women. Uh, workers in DNB, but actually the wives of the workers too. Mm. This is because uh, in DNB, um, uh, everybody, you know, especially in technical, people work around the clock, twenty four seven. Right. So sometimes, you know, uh, this is a, the the group of people who actually takes care of one another, try to make things better while your husbands are at work. Mm. Uh, we have to be on standby. You have so you're taking care of the family. You need an outlet where we can actually put our our efforts together to bring cheer to everyone's uh, to their lives, yeah, basically. Mm. And for the women workers, because there needs to be a, a collaboration, there needs to be a good relationship between the home front and us at the at the office. Mm. So that kind along the way, this has enveloped into an organization, the Pelitawanis, mm-hmm. as a a very um, highly dependable by the men. Because mm. one thing is that now, currently, may not, I mean, what it started way back then was what it is. Mm. But now today, we are actually the main supporter. For all the CSR activities for TNB, right. So we do we do a lot of um, uh, fundraising. We do a lot of activities, but mainly it's because uh, we're targeting where a lot of um, women education, childcare, right. Right. Uh, childcare families. Uh, we take care of our our um, um, widows, yeah, whose right. husbands have passed on and all that, or due to various reasons. Mm. Uh, so we actually we actually took care of that and try to make. To make life easier for them, train their children, uh, right. work towards uh, giving um, um, funding and um, what do you call championing um, well-to-do, um, uh, well-deserving uh, children who right. are good, get results in and get great yeah? yeah in the exam, daily exams and so forth. So we do that to right. bridge the the uh, what do you call the relationship between what TNB is and how we the women folk, the home uh, the homeowners and the homemakers can bring their their stuff forward. Mm. to know that they mean something to the organization. Mm. So that's that's how the thing works. Yeah. Right. And I, I uh, there are some initiatives you all did during uh well, during the pandemic, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We we were we were fortunate um initially when uh, during the pandemic at uh, MCO 1.0 during way back in March last year 2020, mm. mm-hmm. we initiated a fund campaign. We were among the first I think to initiate the fund campaign. And we managed, this is just within TNB. We didn't go out and start mm. seeking for funds, just within our staff, uh, the, the the families and all that. And mm. we managed to obtain about 1.6 million wow. just from the uh, the pockets of our families. Right. Not, nothing to do with external, but we assist all the needy wherever they are. Mm. We assisted in um, uh, in cutting all those aprons, you know, those uh, PPEs. Yeah. Uh, so every one of us had to bring back one, two, or several bundles of those plastic, um, you know, so that to, to cut. And mm. uh, we did various, various uh, charities. Mm-hmm. And this has not stopped. This has not stopped even till today. Mm. Now, uh, PNB is now at the helm of uh, getting funds, but mainly uh, collecting it from the staff. Yeah, we're not. Right. We're not asking um, donations from outside, right. and uh, this is to ensure that um, because there are about thirty over thirty thousand of us, mm. so there's a lot of hates out there. That um, and every one of us, I'm sure, out there have you know 
yeah. have all the what we call uh, that has the is is empathetic empathetic enough yeah right. to make sure that uh, we we extend our help in whatever way we can. That's what we do. Yeah. Right. I'm here with Datin City uh, Laila uh, from TNB Advanced Metering Infrastructure. She's the head for customer. We'll continue our conversation after this. Stay tuned. BFM 89.9. Brave Free Malaysians. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good morning, this is Frida Liu. You're listening to Her Vantage and this is where we speak to women of influence and leadership. I'm here with uh, Datin Siti Laila, Head Customer for TNB Advanced Metering Infrastructure or AMI. You know, uh, Datin, you're, you're currently the Head of Customer for the Advanced Metering Infrastructure Project. Can you tell us a little yeah. bit more about your role uh, for that? Okay, thank you, Frida. I think um, uh, this, is, this is something very close. I think this is among the closest thing to my heart. I've been in this organization for over 30 years. And today, mm. I've been given the opportunity to actually be part of the team here yeah, in mm. TNB to introduce the digital transformation of right. TNB. Digital. Mm. That's, that's what it really means. The AMI is automatic mm. in, uh, metering infrastructure, which literally means smart metering. Right. Why is very important? Because TNB has been doing this the way it does business for the longest time ever. TNB has been in Malaysia registered as mm. a, a utility uh, power company for over 71 years today. Wow. Okay. Uh, of course, electricity itself has been in Malaysia for over 100 years, but mm. as a company, right. from CEP, um, NEB, uh, LLN, and yeah. so forth, eh? yeah. we are here for over 71 years. And uh, everything we do is very manual. Mm-hmm. Manual people, for example, the smart metering. Metering, you know you get your, your bills under the APTA. Yes, you get your bills every 30 days, every mm. month, literally. Mm. And uh, TNB has to make sure that happens. Mm. But it's very manual, very manual driven. You have to go to the house, door to yeah. door, start yeah. looking at the meters, reading, capturing, whatever it is. Right. So in today's, in support to uh, not only just what in, following through the footsteps or paving through the footsteps of what the government's agenda of digital transformation, mm. this is where TNB has actually decided on enabling the AMI project. Mm. AMI, as, as you understand, is about smart meter. It's not something new. Right. It is actually has been done, has been used in all advanced nations uh, worldwide, mm. uh, namely the Americans, uh, yeah. the Americas, um, Europe. European countries, yeah. Middle East, Europe, uh, even China. China today mm. has over 600 million meter, meter smart meters right. already in place. Right. Uh, Japan, Korea, everywhere. Mm. So we are now hopping on board and Malaysia is the only country in Southeast Asia mm. which currently has uh, has pledged for smart meter and uh, meter installation throughout the country for over 9.1 million customers. Mm. Uh, because this is comp- in comparison to our, our, our friends from Indonesia, Singapore, mm. Thailand, Philippines. They all have smart meters but they are all still in pilot project. They have not... Right dunk into the rollout right. and Malaysia is definitely leading in that hmm. and today we would we are happy to announce that we are almost touching the 1.5 million meter installation right. to date okay uh, but that will be soon coming in next week lah. right uh, so okay. metering uh, yeah, that's that's how it basically is. All right. And of course, you know, nice to hear the numbers and yours. Uh, your role involves keeping track of the performance while ensuring constant engagement mm-hmm. with the public, right? Can you share how awareness has been shared, you know, because I, I think that's also one thing, right? People are so used to a certain way and now this whole smart meter. How have you all been educating the public? Okay, we start very small, yeah? Mm. That we start from very small numbers. 
because uh, the Smart Meter Project actually was uh, started from its pilot role in, in Melaka. Mm. And we start very small. That means we go to the public, we establish um, communication and engagements from the small little uh, communities. Uh, of course, it has to start uh, for, for approvals and all that. But mm. when it comes to the public, we actually literally started very small from very small communities mm. in all the Surau, the Kampung mm. Penghulu, uh, the community halls. The, um, you know, th- this is where the people are actually, and we communicated and we reach out to them, mm. explaining what is it that we are going to do. How does this thing will, uh, will benefit the customers themselves and mm. themselves, themselves in particular, the customers in particular? What does it mean when people don't have to spy around in your homes, uh, in your, at your gate to, to look at the meter just to, to give mm. you a bill? That's a bit, sounds right. ridiculous now because in today's age where, uh, people are very, very skeptical about people moving around. You don't know who. We yeah. have to come, uh, you know, we have to go beyond that that, that stigma to, 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 to do our job in a more professional approach. Right. And when we do this, there's this communication, the engagement from the, uh, from the small, small little um, malls, yeah, mm. uh, to, to the masjid, to the churches, to the... Whatever we do that mm. on Sunday, on Friday, on the evening when people are at home, they say, why don't you come and maybe talk to us about what we can do. So that's what we did. Start, start very small. And today, as obviously, we have now progressed a lot that we no longer... Yes, we still do yeah. upon request. Yeah. Uh, we go and visit our communities. But mostly now we are in, on social media. Yeah, We have mm. engaged ourselves in the social media network. We have been publishing a lot of information about um, the smart meter itself. Mm. How does it benefit the customer? Mm. Where are we and when are we coming to your area? Yeah, mm. and we also produce some uh, produce some uh, 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 radio ads, right. and I think pretty soon, my, my quite uh, quite commonly will be seen will be the billboards that will be mm. uh, that will be you know coming up in certain certain areas just to remind customers that one your meter is rightfully yours. Mm. You you have every right to obtain the smart meter because smart meter is free. Mm. Uh, don't worry. Not supposed to pay anything. This this technology is brought to you right. to enable you to um to uh, to enable you to enjoy the benefits of knowing how much uh, energy that you are using mm. and what's the cost of that energy that you are using rather than just a once a once a month bill. Right, that's a really big difference. That's how it is, and we want we want to people to know that you can actually economize on your energy consumption by right. knowing what you use at what time you are using. And how you can see yourself doing the 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 what the necessary to uh, to reduce. Mm. Once you reduce, once you become efficient, it literally translates that you will be reducing your bill. Right. Did the pandemic affect the installation progress? For the beginning, we thought that the pandemic would actually would actually harm us because mm. obviously harm us. I mean, was halted eh, in uh, in manner of the deployment uh, deployment stalled. timelines and all yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, it could be stalled. But because during the MCO 1.0 in March uh, last year, and then we stopped totally until sometime about in uh, May, sometime in May, mm. <clears throat> in June. Yeah? Yeah. When the uh, public was very angry because everybody in Malaysia was angry because TNB didn't do their job. Right. They, TNB start giving uh, customers estimated bills because we, we don't go out really. We, we didn't go out to do the meter read. Mm. At that point in time, only Malacca, Malacca people uh, already have their smart meters. Right. They, they were the only ones who kept quiet. They said, I have no problem because my meter reads are from normal. Mm-hmm. It's coming as regular daily. Mm-hmm. I have no problem. Mm-hmm. The other part of the country is angry because people are not reading their meters because their meters are not smart meters. You just have to read them. Mm-hmm. So they were given estimated bills. So right. the pandemic has actually pushed us to the levels beyond our imagination. Mm-hmm. The thing is now people want us go out. 
you are not touching us. You don't have to see us. Just go and install the meters and get the thing done so that we don't have to worry about getting mm. the, um, the estimated bills, for example. You know? right. So that has resulted in where we are today because it's just one year from last year, basically from June, sometime June last year when we started. Okay, uh, this year during the, the pandemic 3.0, there was a small there's a gap that we had to observe to the, the, the what do you call MCO, the rapid rise of mm. the MCO and the concern about the, the communities and all that. Yeah, mm. But after a while, the ministry says uh, we have to comply certain standards. That means we only go to locations where there's no interaction with the customer. Right. For example, in all high-rises where their meters are, mm. you know, they are in the meter rooms and something like that. So Mm. These are the locations that we are targeting, mm. and we have that almost completed that in KL. Right. And now that uh, the, we are in the phase two of the pasar pemulihan, as they call it, mm-hmm. now yes, we are going all out again, meaning going door to door. But it's still subjective to the comfort level of the customer. Right. Don't have to. They, they when they see us, they they can actually. Can you come back another time? It's okay. Right. You can tell us. No right. problem. I, yeah? have, I have to tell There's you. No. Right. Yeah. I have to tell you. I have to get someone to come to come back to my house another time. But there, that's a story for Please another do. day. <laughs> Please do next time. Just, just give me a tinkle. I will know what to do. We can always arrange that when at your convenience. No problem. Right. No problem. And I guess, you know, what was so interesting as well, Datin, like, you know, uh, the history, right, of TMB from LLM Day, 71 years, right? How is the organization attracting, you know, how young and new talent, regardless of gender, to join TMB? Is it still an attractive organization to join? I think currently, yeah, if you look at the record number of graduates that come in, because I've just had, I don't know how many interns throughout, even though we mm. are not open yet. I mean, mm. we're not in the office. We have so many interns and most of them are coming in uh, to actually learn there. Yeah? Because I think if you if you look at the potential of uh, the industry itself, now that we are embarking on the smart metering, on the smart right. grid, it becomes more attractive. Mm. It becomes more the thing that people want, the young people today wants to come in. Right. It is not the norm where the standard norm of just looking at planting a pole, putting mm. up a light, and then, you know, connecting right. from door to door, house to house, or, you know, connect. those are mundane jobs that can be done. Yes, of course, mm. it, can be, it should be done. But nevertheless, the idea about today's electricity industry transforming digitally mm. has certainly captivated a lot of young people today. Mm. I believe that is so because I'm not young. Mm. I'm a senior citizen. I'm, I'm, soon, I'm soon going to be retiring. But the point is, even me at my age, mm. I find that the evolution of the industry towards digital transformation is something that cannot be missed mm. and something so exciting beyond what we don't normally do. Mm. And this is where we open up uh, new opportunities. We look into the opportunities where we give more towards the customers than just electricity. Right. Only, you know, than just electricity. So this is where you see today... Um, the, the the digital of things has actually evolved into internet of things. Mm. These are new things that, that are very exciting way forward. But at the same time, we want to maintain that our greens uh, remain green. Mm. Our our reduc- carbon reduction remains uh, um, you know pushed to the lowest. We are going into solar transformation. People are putting solar rooftops to produce their own energy mm. where it used to be cannot you cannot do it you know. But today right. we are encouraging a lot on green technology. Renewable energy, this is where I think right. more and more of the young people today are, you know, coming forward. Well, you know, thanks for keeping the lights on. I've been speaking to Dati Siti Laila, Head of Customer for TNB Advanced Metering Infrastructure. You've been listening to Her Vantage BFM 89.9.
Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.